Welcome to She Bought That DVD, the podcast where every week we watch one new DVD from our mother's giant collection. I'm your co-host, Jaylene. And I'm Violet. And what movie did we watch this week? We watched A Star is Born. 2018 version. Oh, yes. Yeah. Clarify. So we got to clarify that because we do have the Barbara Streisand version. 1976. Which we will watch at some point. And... I have never seen this film before. I think I announced that last week that this was my first uh, experience with this film, but you have seen this film before. Yes, I have. Did you watch – you didn't watch it in theaters? No, I saw it mm, like six months to a year after it had, had come out. I feel like it was on Netflix. I feel like it was on a streaming platform yeah. at some point, and that's why – that's definitely how I think I watched it. Yeah, and I'm wondering if you had seen it because, like, I remember you making a comment to mom about it, but the mom was like, "Oh, I preferred the Barbara Streisand version." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, like, I wish I want to see the Barbara Streisand version as well. Yeah, I feel as though that's definitely the conversation that I overheard. I knew that it had Lady Gaga and part. Barbara Streisand. Had Lady Gaga and Barbara Streisand in this one? No, Bradley Cooper. I didn't know that the music was original to this film. I thought they were redoing the Barbara Streisand. No, I had no idea. There's even the 1950s. That's the first version, yeah. With, I just read it. Um, what's her name? Dorothy. No, it's the girl who played Dorothy, I believe. Yeah. What's her name? You might just be better off looking up The Wizard of Oz. Just read it. Ju Judy Garland. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So apparently also when I was doing some research. 1950, the, 1954. The Barbra version is basically a duplicate of the original film. Whereas this one is not. It has specific themes. It's transporting it into this latest and greatest decade. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. I believe the way he kills himself is different in each movie. Oh, okay. I believe that is what his... It, I I have... This is from what I've heard. Gotcha. This is... But I believe he kills himself in a different way in each movie. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll find out. When we watch the other one, and I don't, we don't own the 19... No, we don't. 54 one. So. No. Well, just have to look that up when, after we watch. Yeah. Whenever to that To see comes if there's up. any yeah. differences. Yeah. I also knew that someone died in this film okay but i didn't know who oh okay so i knew there was a death but i didn't how did you know that who who spoiled this for you how was that spoiled i don't know but i think it's like one of those like love story tragedies that you hear about and so you just know one of the main characters have to die okay so I thought the entire time it was going to be Allie who ends up killing herself. And the reason for my thoughts about this was she gets dragged into his world and becomes a negative spiral and he's no good for her. And she ends up getting into the drugs and the alcohol oh. that okay. he's into. When did your – when did that change? When Like at any point in the – while watching the movie, did when you she think was on the billboard, I was like, "Oh, this is not going to be her." Oh, okay. Yes, okay. because at that point, you then see his jealousy come out. Okay, and I was like, someone who doesn't really necessarily believe in themselves and seeing, so like, I guess it's hard because he couldn't support her because she was too successful and he was hurting inside and wasn't seeking the correct treatment. Yeah. Therefore, like the jealousy is going to come out and you're going to self-soothe. Self -soothe. And that's the only way he knows how to. Okay. So that's at, at that moment, it just was like, okay, my theory makes no, no yeah, more sense. It's yeah. going to be him yeah. that's going yeah. to ultimately die. And then it was just a unfortunate like ticking time bomb of waiting for it to happen. Mm -hmm. so i'm not too yeah mm -hmm. the film was wrapped it, i got to, i got the pleasure of unwrapping this dvd and it had two discs mom bought the bonus disc version i don't know why there's nothing really extra special but i did like watch it i'll go through what was on the bonus like feature disc but and what else was i gonna say about this my only comment is that is the thinnest dvd 
box I've ever held. Yeah, it's very like like you push on it. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have other ones that are like this, but they're not. This is the first time I've ever held one. I was like, oh god, I'm gonna break the DVD inside this. Okay. And then I compared it because I ended up watching two DVDs this week, um, or two movies this week. So I compared it to the other one that I had in my hand, and I was like, wow, this this is so thin. Yeah. Minimal pr- plastic was used in the creation of that DVD case. Yeah, definitely. Do you not like the music in this film? Oh, it's it's it great. It's lovely. I don't mind it. It's just you don't you didn't want to rewatch that. I just didn't want to watch this film again. To be honest, like I waited until last night to watch it. I which we had discussed you were going to watch it last night anyways. Yes. Yes, but like I waited until like just before I had to go to bed. Like I didn't start it early. I had like 4 hours to watch it and I waited. I procrastinated or pushed off on watching it. I fast forwarded through a lot of the singing and I watched some of it at 1.5 speed. I was watching on my PlayStation. You can do that. Oh, I was like, how can you do that? So you enjoyed uh, RuPaul's Drag Race instead last night. I watched one episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm -hmm. How did you know? Because mom was watching Virgin River and I was watching Parks and Rec. And I had, I apparently just paused it at the correct time because. For me to go in and watch. And then I got bumped out. And I was like, oh, you're going to text me. I'm not watching Parks and Rec. Are you going to text me? I was waiting for um, someone to come home. Um, anyways, because we're watching Ver- Veronica Mars right now. We got Crave so that we can watch Veronica Mars. So I was just looking for something momentarily to keep me. <laughs> you could have just texted me out. I've been like, okay, I'm out. I literally, I would have gone on to YouTube. I would have gone on to Twitch. I would have found something else. I just thought this is easy because my TV will not let me cast Twitch onto it. Oh. I can go onto Twitch on my PlayStation. Yeah. So it's fine. I can get onto cast YouTube. I can Netflix. Like, but when it goes, it just says, check your device. Like, I I had the, the local network on, and I'm clicking on you, and it just, just says, keep checking device. So gotcha. I don't think I can. Anyways. No, I, I just swapped to Bones instead. I, it didn't matter. Like, it didn't matter for me. What's Bones on? Prime? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I so I fall asleep listening to Bones and so I like only listen to about 10 minutes before I fall asleep and I remember waking up to I'm in season five right now and you know the episode where they pretend that they are part of the circus yes okay I know that episode way too well for some reason and I heard it come on and I was like no I can't listen to this one I've seen this way too many times like get me out (laughs) like I won't even be able to fall asleep to this episode yeah not related to anything. Do you have Crave or no? No, I don't. I don't want to get any more services. I was just going to share the login information if you wanted to. I'll think about it. To We're going to keep it for the month. Mm-hmm. We're only really doing it for Veronica Mars sake. Gotcha. But, and then we're going to, and then if we want something else that's on there, then we'll pick it back up. But yeah, I was looking at getting the Apple one because it's cheap. But then there's not a lot on there. So I kind of was just like, I don't know if it's necessarily worth it. I have a couple more months free of it if you want my mm. – Because it's like $3. It's something super cheap from what I was – I mean, it was also kind of confusing. I didn't want to attempt to buy the product without being told exactly what the cost was. But every time I kept looking it up, it was like two ninety nine. But I was like, to rent? Like you're not really being specific as to like what you're letting me know. It's August possible. 10th. Oh, okay. I have it until August 10th. I've had it for the full year. I got it when I got my <laughs> phone and haven't watched a single thing on it. It was free. It said you need to register. So I finally saw August 10th if you want <laughs> Three more weeks worth. Yeah. <laughs> She's had it for this entire year. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had time. This is the first time I've sat down to watch Veronica Mars, something I've already seen before. Yeah. But I just need to talk about it with someone else. And someone needs to see Kristen Bell. When she's younger. Everyone talks about her now after um, Frozen. Yeah. Well, I'm watching Parks and Rec and all of a sudden she shows up and I had no idea. I had no idea she was on this show. Also, Chris Pratt's on it, which is funny because Chris Pratt is in season four of The O.C. Again, didn't remember that. 
Yeah. There's a lot of like tie over like tie-ins, which it's fine. Like it's not a big deal that these people have had careers before what they're made famous of. That's not my criticism. It's just funny when like all of a sudden you watch something that you loved so much and all of a sudden like pop up and you're like, holy shit, you you were in this before you were so-and-so. Okay, well, we just turn on Netflix and it's like that boo whatever. That's getting advertised. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boo, bitch. Thank you. Um, Haven't watched it. So we started it, and I was like, this is terrible. This is <laughs> terrible teenage high school drama, whatever's going on here. And I was like, do you want to watch a good high school drama teenage thing? We're watching Veronica Mars. That's how we ended up there. Because I was like, if you want to watch them, like, I thought the OC. Is it a TV show, Boo, bitch? Yeah. Oh, it's I didn't know. I, okay, series, I thought it was yeah. a uh, movie. Yeah, no, I, we we queued it on and i was like i can't sit through this because i need to show you what actual good tv looks like why don't we have stuff like this anymore i don't know and i started playing it in the first episode with like the flashbacks with lily and all that he goes this is like riverdale and i was like don't you dare compare this to riverdale and then we got to the second episode and he's like this is way better than riverdale (laughs) how dare you say that i know oh my god (laughs) riverdale yeah that that needed a life raft and no one throw it through it to the show so it it sunk but then people liked it and i just was like i don't know what other people's expectations were they were not met with mine are we picky uh, but like okay know. but we grew up on veronica mars the oc one tree hill um gossip girl I know. And like we liked Gilmore Girls. We didn't watch watch, Gilmore Girls at that time. Gilmore Girls is amazing. Like there's... Charmed was one that you watched. Yeah. Again, like not necessarily amazing for the story because it was Freak of the Week. Yes. Style. Supernatural. I binged the first eight seasons or whatever. That's the fastest I've ever watched a TV series. And I used to hardcore binge things. And Supernatural is really good up until... I think it's season eight. Mm. Whoever is a diehard fan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's season eight when the whole storyline finally changes. changes over. Gotcha. Great show. Is Supernatural Freak of the Week as well? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it still thought. has like an over because like yeah. they're brothers. They don't like each other, right? At it's the like the, the dad or the mother. Yeah, There's like a whole like, bunch of other stuff. Okay, that's what um, I thought. And like Reba, like there was just mm-hmm. good – what I like about you. I know. That is one that is so disappointing that hasn't had a reboot. And I tried to explain it. I was like, what I like about you is like Amanda Bynes in the in-between of her career when she was doing like her kid comedy show. And trying be- to. And before mm-hmm. she was in Hollywood doing her film, it's the nice niche in-between of when she was bridging that gap and it's just a good show. Yeah. And then like you had the pull of our generation with Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Which was so it was like a mom and kid. I shouldn't say kid, but like teenage. So like you've got the 90210 generation and then us who would definitely love this, who did love this show. And I think it's like there are a few seasons of it but i just remember like on family channel it just would get repeated the first season and i'm wondering if it has to do with syndication yeah right yeah yeah yeah. and then like what's the one with kaylee cuoco when she's younger eight simple rules oh eight simple rules great show as well man until obviously the unfortunate happened yeah but like that's another show maybe it's like the family situational comedies that are lacking i don't know if it's poor writing i don't know if it's poor acting i don't know like we're getting uh, i mean a lot of these stars in them were unknown and unnamed anyways or like they were new but just like the quality like we're just pushing out whatever so people can consume and binge watch it and it it just doesn't hit as good is some of the older stuff. Yeah. And like, I, I I think you're correct on the fact that the adults are known. Because think of like Tim Allen, oh, right? You, so like the adults are known, yeah. but then it's the kids are like, who are these new people? And like, Which they try to do with Riverdale. I guess that is correct. But man, Riverdale, what were you doing? I don't Did know. Did you have a plan from the beginning of what you were doing? I really thought it was going to be 
murder mystery, like Nancy Drew murder mystery with these teams fighting crime. And then it just turned into supernatural. But then I also thought it would be Gossip Girl of like them hating each other. Yeah. It wasn't that because then they brought in like the same universe of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I think the first season of Sabrina the Teenage Witch is great. Beautiful. First season of Sabrina, great. I didn't get past that. No, I couldn't either. It was like, oh, this is a bit too much for me. Yeah. In any case, we'll go back to A Star is Born. I just want to say I am a Lady Gaga fan. Yes. I was very excited to see her on screen. I love her voice. So it, like, saddens me that you decided to, like, fast forward through her singing, which I respect. I've already heard it. I respect, and it's fine. Like, it's not necessarily the end of the world, but it's watching her sing and hearing her sing. It's just such an experience. And, like, I've seen her live twice. She puts on a great show every time that I've gone. She does – I don't know, like – I love the range of her voice. She can do pop. She can do country. She can do Tony Bennett, which is classic jazz. And it's just, she morphs really well. What? Oh, no. I think oh. she, no, no. I think she's, she's great. I just, it's just the movie. It's not, nothing to do with Bradley <laughs> Cooper, my goodness. And nothing to do with Lady Gaga at all. It's Confirm just. Violet does not like Bradley Cooper. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> just the movie itself i couldn't i i didn't i knew how i was going to feel at the end of it and i didn't want to feel like that and like that's fine like you've explained your reasons and like there's no criticism against that it just was i was watching her and i think like it's her her big acting debut was the other thing so i was just so focused on her Mm -hmm. and seeing like her direction and the way that everything was going on. The other thing that was really fascinating is like doing deeper research into Bradley Cooper and you're seeing him play the guitar. He's singing. Like there's a lot of love that is going into this role. And as much as I would say it's the topic of this film that you don't like, there's so much appreciation for the hard work and the beauty of this film undoubtedly yeah they're they spent so much time working on this film they spent four years on this film which shows because i saw someone's like comment that it didn't earn like oscar nominee and i'm kind of like i don't know if i necessarily agree with that because you have two stars who are basically trying to train each other in doing something that they're not comfortable in doing and still doing it successfully Yeah. So I disagree with you, commenter, but that's okay. (laughs) I will do some facts before I get into the bonus disc feature. So its budget is $36 million. I'm blown away. That's how cheap this film was. It didn't look like $36 million. I'd agree. (laughs) After some of the other ones we've seen and we know Mm -hmm. their budgets. Mm -hmm. I know. That's what kind of was like, holy smokes. Worldwide, it made $436 million. It was a big box office. A lot of people were talking about it. Everyone was going seeing it. I think the music even sold a lot of copies and like made a lot of money that way. I went on Spotify, was seeing like how many people have like listened to the soundtrack. It's well over the billion. Oh, yeah. Like Shallow is like the biggest one. I mean, it is a good song. It's all over the radio when it came out. That's right. I forgot about that. I haven't listened to the radio in a long time. Nor I, but it was all over the radio. I mean, you throw Lady Gaga and a good song, people are going to listen. The only other movie that, or song, movie song that comes to my mind that's like, was all over the radio, The Climb by Miley Cyrus. (laughs) I just thought, hmm, that's unusual. I was like, wait, no, I remember hearing The Climb all the time. Yeah, and also the Hunger Game ones, uh, not um, the one that Katniss Everdeen sings, but either the lord one or but those aren't in the movie those are the credits that's whatever oh yeah love me like you do ellie golding 50 shades of gray thank you i just was trying to i was singing it to figure out what movie it was in (laughs) that film not that i've seen it yet oh also the weekend whatever song he has yeah as well Okay, so maybe we're talking about two different – because, like, those well, – like, but then those – I'm thinking of, like, movies that people sing, like, the, the act 
actors yeah. or the actresses gotcha. sing gotcha. and hasn't made it onto radio. Yeah, fair enough. Well, continue on. So pulling from IMDb, IMDb was kind of limited because there was a lot of things that I grabbed from the bonus disc that kind of overlapped. So I can see where like the facts kind of came from. So I'm going to keep this part quite short and sweet. Nominated for eight Oscars and one for original song. Forgot to look up who who they were up against, but they won. They didn't win the other ones, which is fine. This film was Bradley Cooper's director debut, which I think he did a very good job of. And someone even like criticized, not even thinking that he really did it. And he just kind of slapped his name on it and had a stand-in person doing it. And everyone was like, how dare you say that? Because everyone saw him like working his ass off. There's a lot of behind the scene footage of him really scouting like he's going in and he's framing and like people are talking about how serious and like passionate Bradley Cooper was about this film and the scenes that he wanted to do for this and the direction of things that are going into this I I, like I think I'll say some things where you're not even going to realize that were captured until it was pointed out to me that I was like holy smokes, I see what he was then doing. Unfortunately, I don't notice these art, I guess like visual cues right off like the first get-go. But if someone points them out to me and then see it for the rest of the film, it like blows my mind. So I'll talk about that after. Bradley Cooper in his own life dealt with his own addiction problems both alcohol and drugs sobriety ended up saving his career and he talks about that a lot in interviews about how staying sober has allowed him to be who he has become I know he's really good friends with Dak Shepard because they're on podcast together and whatnot Dak Shepard is also a recovering alcoholic and addiction I think when I listened to that episode I didn't realize how prolific alcohol and drugs were in the celebrity scenes and I understand like there's a lot of people who are are, like rock and roll like they get all their drugs and they get all their alcohol or whatever but I think these two have kind of been the pioneers for allowing because like people come up to them and will be like I've stopped because of you you've made it a comfortable zone Zone is such a stupid word, but a, a place or like space for people when like they go out to parties and they they go out to events and whatever they, they don't feel alone. Yeah, because they can look across the room when and someone be else like, is being "There's that them. A-list celebrity yeah. who's not relying on a crutch to get me through this." Yeah, and I just I want to point that out as like something that's like really important because this film deals with that in such a specific environment in which. Bradley Cooper is very much a part of. It's hard because everyone's getting him his drugs because he's asking for it. They're not going to turn around and be like, you, um, Mr. Jack, you can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no one's going to stop him. He has the money. He can turn around and be like, you're fired then. Yeah, like, I don't. Like, I'm just going to find the drugs somewhere else or go somewhere else and do them. So. Exactly. So Bradley Cooper had a spray tan every single day for set. Nice. And he had to put menthol around his eyes to always make him look high. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because <laughs> he always does look really out of it, really stoned. I mean, like, there's, like, acting with your face. Yeah, face. but, like, he, like, was always, like, I was going to say sweaty, but he looked as, like, red face and sweaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga, on the other hand, had minimal makeup. It was predominantly just moisturizer and lip balm. And she still looked freaking gorgeous. She had nothing on her. Uh, not always, but often, yes. But, like, yeah. it's unbelievable. Obviously, when they were doing studio stuff, like, not. Like, when Allie was out doing stuff. But, yeah. like, in her day-to-day kind of life, she's still gorgeous. And my last fact that I grabbed from IMDb is production took 42 days of filming. That's all that they shot this in. Which is incredible. 
but the film overall took four years. So between the preparation of the film, so Bradley Cooper spent, I believe, six months learning guitar. Lady Gaga only wanted to sing live, which then forced his hand to actually take singing lessons as well. He also learned to play the piano. So I believe he had spent about a year over time getting his music skills together. Okay. They also then had all of the songs to write that they had to do as well in the meantime. And then they had the editing, mixing, and score after like... Yeah, post-production. Post-production and whatnot. But four years is how long this film took. I have to really appreciate the craft that has gone into this because part of me is really appreciative a passion project and someone like spending a lot of time and making sure that the final product is very good whereas when you can rush something do you know what i mean like it's as you exactly had said about like netflix it's It's just quick it's quick it's all about the consumeristic uh values whereas i feel as though bradley cooper in a selfish way was like i'm going to take the time that i want in order to get this film going so i can learn something and then i can continue on this path of like i want to be a director but i will also say like it's kind of lucky for him that he has all that money because he could be like i can spend two weeks working on something and it doesn't matter if i'm not getting paid because i have a lot of money anyways so there's kind of that privilegedness that i also need to acknowledge that it's not necessarily that every director gets to have a passion project like this. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you've scanned on IMDb that you want to put in? Because like I have the bonus disc features that I can also talk about. No, not that I like. Uh, there's a lot. There is a lot. There is a lot of trivia here. Um, I just picked out the ones that I thought were kind of fascinating and good to know. I like the one where they filmed... Um, they used footage from Coachella mm-hmm. where they had like people pay tenant because she was headlining there. Lady Gaga was headlining there. So they shot some footage there. I thought that was cool. I saw the 42 days of filming, which was wild or it seems like it takes so much longer than that. Yeah. The only other one, it was a spoiler one. Okay. Then I'll jump into the DVD. Yeah. So no, it's just oh. the ad libbing or like the... The drag Im- improvi- no, the improvised oh. lines of when Jack calls um, Ali ugly. Ah. And so Lady Gaga's reaction is genuine. That's when they're in the the bathtub fight. Ah, okay. Which I was like, I want to go back and watch that scene. <laughs> it was quite a mean comment, but it got a good reaction of for them fighting. What did you see now? No, uh the dog that Allie gets Jackson is Bradley Cooper's actual dog, Charlie. Oh. His actual puppy. That's actually so doggy. Okay. So for the bonus disc feature, there's like three different like sections. The first one is the road to startup, making a star is born. The second one is jam sessions. And the third one is music videos. So we'll start with jam sessions. It's basically three different times that they had recorded and they were working through the songs, jamming out together um, kind of similar how to Taylor Swift does like her process basically that's kind of what they had showed then there's two different music videos I watched one and it's kind of cutting through the film and picking Seems so like okay. it, what a music video would be so those two were really quick I didn't dive deep because I wasn't going to get a lot of information from them so I didn't necessarily spend my time on them but the road to stardom, making a star is born, was interview style of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, and they kept inviting other people to join them as they were talking through the film, which was really great, and it was quite long. I think it was about 20 minutes long. Like, it was it was hefty mm-hmm. for kind of an interview. So I've written down some things that I thought were interesting, but again, most of it is kind of on IMDb. If you make something public, someone else is going to find it and put it there. So yeah, Bradley Cooper really wanted to direct a love story. That's something that he's been passionate about and felt as though taking that on as as his first project would be a great place to start. Lady Gaga also mentions that she saw a lot of parallels to Allie with her voice, hair, and looks. So if you remember, Stephanie, pre-Lady Gaga, 
She has dark hair. And the, the reason why she says looks is because there's the comment in their film about her nose. nose yeah. And how everyone kind of knocked her down that your voice sells. But you're not going to you go anywhere. Don't. Yeah. And so she just was like, I love the fact that I could relate to this character because I was her so much. Mm-hmm. Cooper only wanted Lady Gaga or else no one else with him. And it had to do with like their chemistry that they met together at a house. They were jamming and all of a sudden it like just clicked. He had to convince Warner Brothers to get the go ahead to allow Lady Gaga to be on this project. I honestly can't imagine anyone else doing this. I agree. And like, especially even Bradley, like they, it's a great film. I just don't enjoy this. this no. Like it's, it's incredible. The, the, how well both of them fit and suited the role and the on-screen chemistry between the two of them. Believable. Can, yeah. Like you can tell they're friends and just, uh, and it, care about it, each other yeah yeah no it's 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 well done yeah and i think <laughs> in comparison to along came polly where you're like they're just like interesting yeah they there's no chemistry between the two of them they're just like two friends having a laugh yeah whereas this is just like okay i can see how see, serious you yeah. guys are about each other yeah. Gaga says that she learned a lot through Cooper, and that goes back to my comment of them, like, trading experiences with what they were doing. And Cooper took a lot of voice guitar, piano lessons. He says that he was doing it about five days a week for about six months. And there's, like, famous people that he was, like, I think it's, like, Willie Nelson's son, I believe, was his guitar instructor. So it's not as though he didn't get help from like really good people. He spent quite a bit of time developing Jack's sound. He went in to the studio and was like, I want to sound like this. This is who Jack is going to be. And that's how like the character credit and I've had developed from there. Yeah. Cooper really wanted Sam Elliott as Bob because he is the strong brother Jack needed, but didn't want I have come to realize how much I love Sam Elliott through other places, but I'm feeling as though you don't really know much about Sam Elliott. He was amazing. I don't know who he is or what he's in. He He's in a lot of things. Okay. So he's in Parks and Recreation currently, the season that I'm watching, but it's he plays this bizarro like hippie who's vegan and he's like, yeah, I only eat broccoli and like just not who he normally plays, okay. but he is on Netflix, The Ranch, and he is Ashton Kutcher's dad, and he's this hard-cutting, like, father, and he's like, it's the farm or it's you. You either stay or you either leave. And there's comedy, and he is funny, but he's just like, you look at him, and you're like, he has a presence about him. He's great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I would love to watch more of his stuff. I understood why Cooper had specifically... um, hired him (laughs) casted him yes yeah i wanted him yeah no he's great the very first scene that this like production had truly kicked off with was the scene of them in the vehicle together and then like him them parting ways like he picked him up from the facility and so it was the emotional kind of like goodbye but it was like bob saying like i'm here for you if you choose for me to be here for you and like Sam chose to cry. That was like his direction. And then Cooper was like, hell yeah, like we're keeping it as that. So I feel as though there was like a lot of collaboration with this film as well. Like as much as Bradley Cooper had a vision, he was like, we need to also kind of. He listened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's what everyone liked about him is because he's been on the other side. side and if someone has a good idea then probably listen because one they're the person that's acting in that role if they're more comfortable doing something probably go with it but like yeah no it, it's it's having the ability to see someone else's perspective and just listen yeah so they did lots of filming at live events coachella is one the one that yeah. you mentioned but stagecoach was another one they did 
I'm forgetting the Glastonbury in England is another one that they did. It helped them learn shots, angles, movement of the camera, how they were going to do this all in about 10 minutes every time that they were doing it, which is insane. But Bradley Cooper is just like, we only need me, two different uh, camera guys, the band in the back. We're going to take some shots, quickly do it, and go. Wow. And so they did it. This was a part of pre-production. It was getting used to Bradley Cooper going on stage and just doing this and testing the waters of how is this going to look. So this is what Bradley Cooper brought up that as soon as he was talking about it, I was like, holy shit, this is brilliant. So there are specific choices of how the camera followed Jack throughout the film. At the beginning, it never faces him straight on. It's always very dark, as if he is hiding from his demons and he never wants to face them, ever. And he's, you you never see him. And like, think of like the scenes where they're in the parking lot and they're having that conversation and it's from behind him. And then he's in the cab along to the bar behind, or it's on the side. He's very dark. That first scene when he's on stage behind, he's moving around. He's hiding away from his demons. Yeah, I had, I want to rewatch these. I wish I'd known these things watching the film, especially for a second time. It'd make it a little bit more interesting. The biggest reveal is when he is sober. He's lying on the bed and Allie's with him. And she lies to him saying that the European leg is... He's lying on the bed. The camera faces him face on as if like, this is me. This is who I am. I'm sober. I'm taking this on. Mm -hmm. And so... As he's sobering up throughout the like duration of the film, you see him a bit more mm-hmm. and it opens up. And I was like, hold on. This is insane. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have ever picked this out until no. he had pointed this yeah. out. But this makes sense. This makes the character because this entire time you're like, who is this person? Like, why is he always hiding and running away from me? And it has to do with he's running away from his demons the entire time. And by the time he like sobers up and he's having to face all these things decisions he's like i don't know what to do so it makes some more sense as to like what he ultimately does on the other end of the spectrum is ally she is always in the center of the camera and the film so at the very beginning of the film when she is in the bathroom she breaks up with someone and she exits. she is in the middle and it's like the signaling of like this is the star this is who we are. The one she's walking out of, um, again, at the beginning, when she's walking out from, she drops off the garbage. And, and then, yeah, she, again, out, yeah. she's in the middle. Like, there's so many things where she is center stage. She is what you are supposed to be looking at. Same thing with the billboard shot. Yeah. They're off to the side. Uh, she's she's there. there. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. As soon as he said that, I was like, this is incredible. Well done. Freaking like, first direct like i just was like this is more stunning than what i could even imagine it to be at the very end they're crying because like they like love how much they had like put into this like film and they like both look at each other we're like we are so proud of what we like came together and were able to do and like after they had done all the filming like apparently like there wasn't a dry eye on set because they were just so sad that they were leaving each other. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's the bonus features. I just, I got a lot out of it. There's plenty more of like interviews and stuff, but I just, I was blown away with that direction. Mm-hmm. Good, good on him. So if you, for some reason, ever decide to watch, watch the third time, <laughs> you know what? Even if you watch the first 30 a minutes. A little bit of it, yeah, to see the shift in how everything's being filmed or like skip through. Yeah, I did notice how much lighter things were on him. Also just calmer. Like when they're mm-hmm. at their house, how much more peaceful things are versus the chaos when 
in the beginning. Yeah. And how loud everything is. Yeah. There, like, I definitely agree with that. I think because the house, when they first move in together, it's kind of like dark and dingy. Yeah. And then there's more daylight kind of being let in as like he's starting to open up. She's yeah. trying to save him and yeah. things are happening. And then especially when he so is sober again, the house is very light. Yeah. And then, of course, after like the tragedy that happened, it it's very dark. dark. Yeah. But like it represents her darkness. So, yeah. It, yeah. Oh, I didn't write this down, but I also think it's kind of like crazy and sad at the same time so when lady gaga does her final performance in tribute to him about the song yeah that was written for him her best friend had just died from cancer that morning and everyone was like she's not going to want to perform and she comes on stage and she's just like my friend would want me to do this and so she's like sobbing and she's just like i need your energy off of my energy and i was just like Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I just wow. also want to, like, give really good props that she was able to to pull it together and, and sing because it's a lovely performance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first trailer is a smoking advert. So not like the three girls, the three ladies. Yeah. I literally zoned out. I was like, why is there three <laughs> people on the, the same person talking on the scene? I it was like future her, childhood her, and then her child. No, it was like future her and then her future child. And okay. she was like, You shouldn't do that. And I was like, Why are we having a not smoking <laughs> advert in 2018? But I mean, like, okay, I get it. Like people still smoke, but like why is it on a movie? Like, this is so bizarre. Anyways, so then the next one was Crazy Rich Asians, Fantastic Beasts, and The Crimes of Grindelwald. However, the entire time I was watching Fantastic Beasts trailer, I was like, is this the first one or is the second one? Because I've only seen them once and I'm not very familiar with them. And so I did write down and where to find them because it was like, oh, it has to be the first one. Wrong. And I was like, damn it. Mm. So those were the trailers for the film. The film? The film opens with Jack getting on stage to a cheering crowd. He takes some drugs. I'd also like to point out, my boyfriend and I, we studied all the guitars that we saw on stage and we're just, we were trying to figure out what the guitars were. So the guitar that he uses is the ES-345 Gibson Semi-Hollow. Okay. It's green. Okay. <laughs> I figured, I was like, well... I feel like a lot of people have seen this film, so maybe I can draw some uh, fun facts. And uh, boyfriend says it's a good guitar. Um, I literally wrote concert. He's an alcoholic, <laughs> and she broke up with someone. Yeah, that like th those are the two things. And then she leaves work. Her boss is yelling at her. You can definitely see that there's no future for her oh, there. Yeah, she's and over it. It's whatnot, and. I loved the high energy of him just starting and getting on stage with the music. I was like, whoa, this kicks off. And like, the I also like that it found its sound right away. Yeah, you dove right setting, into it. Yeah. Setting you up of like, this is what this movie's going to sound like, and we're going to fly with it. Um, He gets off the stage. He needs more to drink. It's late. Liquor he wants stores, a bar. Yeah, liquor stores aren't open. So then he ends up at the bar. Not a fun fact, but I recognize this right away even before seeing the driver and we barely see the driver. Oh, yeah. The driver is from? He's in so many things now, but Heroes. But Felicity is my go-to. Oh, really? Yeah, he's um, the roommate who's always coming up with those crazy oh, yeah, inventions. He is. No, no, he's, he's in so He's also in Star Wars. He's in so many things now. Yeah. My main thing is Heroes. Oh, okay. I heard his voice and I was like wait is that the guy from felicity and i was like the entire time up until like seeing part of his face i was like it has to be no it can't be no it has to be does he have a power in heroes i don't know is i don't think so a cop or an agent it's or been whatever. a long time since yeah i've seen heroes mm, okay anyways moving forward uh he ends up at a drag bar yeah and uh, my next note says miss shangela which i've seen as mentioned earlier i've watched a lot of rupaul's <laughs> and was watching that and i was griefing jaylene so she couldn't watch her netflix um <laughs> the other night anyway so i recognize like w willem's in there there's a whole bunch of yeah rupaul's yeah, and then I like that uh, she comes on stage. He can't take her eyes off of her. She does a beautiful um, 
act of Le'Veon Rose of her singing. And it's kind of funny because everyone's not, he makes a comment of, do you only sing here? And she's like, yeah, I just used to work here. Like the ladies respect that I'm not drag, but I I can put on a performance. Yeah. And he gets taken back stage. Sign some boobs. (laughs) I know, like some like comedic thing. It's like everyone's really excited. I also want to say like there's between this scene and the next scene, and I liked that Bradley Cooper chose these moments, the moment where he is taking off the eyebrow. eyebrow. Yeah. He was like, I want to show the intimacy of this couple's first, the first time they touch hands yeah. and that like kinetic I don't know if kinetic is the right, but like that energy of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something and I'm excited for it without it being sexualized. Yeah. And so he does that for that reason, which I was like, oh, that's really cute. And then in the parking lot when they're together and he like, she touches him for the first time, it's their like first touches towards each other. I really liked that. He goes on stage and he sings, and I there's another guitar that comes up. This one took us the longest one to find. It's a Gretsch Rancher Falcon. Okay. You don't know what that is. But we had to keep going forward and backward, forward and backward. Trying Pause. To catch it. Slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they end up in a cop bar because he – no, she knew. No, he knew. I can't remember, but they end up wherever, yeah. and then – She punches uh, – Yeah, she punches one of them. <laughs> just – Punches the cop. Yeah. <laughs> Defending him. Yeah. Because the copper went up to him and was like begging him for. Oh, I need. Yeah. I need your, your photo because my ex or whatever. All this won't stuff. believe this. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Then they end up in the grocery store because she has a bruised hand. She gets. Uh, he gets her a bag of peas. peas. My note just says peas. <laughs> <laughs> and then he tapes it to her. And. The checkout lady takes a photo of him and she makes a good comment yeah. of kind of like, well, why would you do that? And yeah. it's like, why would you do that with your flash? But again, like, respect other people's privacy. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But in any case, they are in the parking lot together. Then he asks her, do you write or like about yeah, singing and writing? This is like where it all kind of like starts starts for the both of them of like writing the song and she just writes a shallow kind of on the fly she sings it for him she also makes the comment about her nose and he loves her nose like he's kind of just being like it's okay and she doesn't show up at her place until the next morning so they were out they were just like out all night yeah she gets dropped off early in the morning and we meet our dad. Her dad and... His buddies. I don't understand this living situation. I don't know what her, her dad does for work, but for something that... There's a reason why they all live in that house. I liked the house. I loved how unclean it was <laughs> and chaotic. House is a mess. <laughs> I just was like, this is really crazy. And so when he drops her off, he's like, do you want to come to my show tonight? It's in blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's just like, no, I'm busy. Like, I have work. Yeah. And... Then the driver goes to pick her up, and she's like, no, I have work to go to. Oh, and yeah, the or later that day. The only thing I do want to pop in okay, there is yeah. that um, there's a quick clip of him getting his hearing like tested, like they're That's working right, on. That's Yeah, so they're just showing us now that he has difficulties because it comes up again later on. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. So he sends the car for her. Yeah, car, thinking that yeah. Uh, she'll just go. jump on the yeah. plane and yeah. go meet him. And she's like, no. And then she shows up to work and he calls her out for being late again. And she storms out. And I just made a comment of like, that is the dream. That is the dream when you are so tired of a boss ragging on you. And and you could just leave in like in the most dramatic way that it does not matter about whether you have your job or not when you come back. And... It seems to me as though she's just like, I'm being presented a better opportunity opportunity that if I don't take this, I'm never going to get it again. I don't need my minimum wage job. Yeah. So she leaves. And ends up side stage. I want to... So this scene is like really cool. And um, my boyfriend really like pointed it out. And I I feel as though like the way he had described it, I was like, holy smokes, this is like beautiful. So... 
she gets off and she enters the back door and she gets given the passes and he's starting a song and it's starting to get amped and it's kind of a buildup that is happening and it's a buildup to this is the moment where everything changes for her and it's this long draw of like she's going through different high uh, highways hallways and you're kind of like waiting for the climax to happen of him breaking out in song and her like being on the side of the stage and like my boyfriend was just like wow like they really drew that out they like drew the excitement of if like it finally coming to like to head the crescendo of like okay like this is she's actually following him and asked like doing what he has requested to do i just as soon as he said that it was like wow, that was like really beautifully done. Yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> and then they go on stage together. Well, he asks her to sing and she's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then she goes out, they sing together. Um, and it, people are obviously recording it on their phones and it becomes a huge thing. But she goes home with him after the concert. He passes out. I wrote brother, question mark, manager. Mm-hmm. Guy puts him to sleep. Which I know it's his brother now, but when I wrote that note, I was like, I think that's um, helps put him to sleep, um, gives some words of advice to Ali, um, and then she crawls and sleeps next to him. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to point out that Bob makes a comment that he hasn't sung like that in a while. Yes. So he's even noticed there is a good change, but I need to warn you, you're getting yourself into a situation. Yeah. And then uh, dad watches the video on YouTube. The Fire Village video, yeah. Um, 300,000. <laughs> I've already watched it 200 times. Yeah. Um, and then she ends up going on tour with him. Yeah. They're, they go to Arizona together because they talk about how he bought his parents' property and gifted it to Bob, but then it turns into a wooden farm. And he's very upset about all of that that had happened. He hits his brother over selling the father's ranch. Yeah. See, this is where I (laughs) have my note that they're officially on tour together. And I was like, oh, now she's drinking. I was like, this is where it starts. Yeah. Um, It's not because I was wrong. No, the brother really cares, but the brother does quit. Yes. Bob is over it. Yeah. Or Bobby is over it. And they kind of have a bit of an argument too because she's telling Jack that he's drunk and then he turns around and he's like, you're just jealous of yes. like the life that I um, have. Yeah. And then, not funny enough, but it kind of slaps him in the face because soon... Yeah, she- role, role reversal. Um, She sings a new song she wrote and uh, someone from a label record company. Yeah, Rez Gavron is the name wants to sign her she's all excited tells jack about it and he is like sure this is the life you want Mm -hmm. um and then jack gets her a puppy (laughs) um yeah but prior to that uh he or she you see her recording in the studio he helps her um, with recording and then she's learning how to dance like she's, she's doing all the things to be a, a famous pop star yeah and now they're kind of spending time apart from each other because he's still on tour sure, yeah and she has to focus on working on her album unfortunately well fortunately unfortunately i also had a comment that i wasn't really expecting for this is her sound was a bit more pop-like than I actually expected it to be because I understand like she was like shallow, really blended into Jack sound and she was never going to be a rock and roll Jack sound. But I just was like more country twang is what you thought? Yeah. Well, well, yes. But then that's like the whole point is like their res is pulling her away from her roots of like what she could be it's like no we need to we need you to change your look and we need you to have a sound like this and backup dancers and flashy and and dramatic looks and all these things yeah so to show that this has changed her this is not who she is and even jack tries to point that out to her like 
like this is you like this is how you want to perform your arc do you have anything to say like the whole point of this and the whole point of writing is to share and have something a message to say and a message to share do you have one yeah and and then that's why rez gets upset with her well not happy with her that she didn't want the backup dancers and he was like you don't get to call the shots like whatnot and she's ultimately also worried about jack because jack's not doing so hot she does a performance and she asked oh concert he asked her to go that's when he gets really um drunk and does coke and ends up passed out in a street in a street near his friends or in his at his friends after she performs she's really worried about him because she can't get a hold of him and doesn't know where he is yeah the friend helps him out and that's when she meets up with him but she's upset it's like you can't do this This is the last time i'm coming to to rescue you but that's when he asks her to marry him yeah which i was like i don't know it's a lot yeah part of me was like Oh, that's like putting a band-aid oh, yeah. on a giant oh, cache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you're, oh, you're, yeah. You're bleeding out. Let me distract away from the mess that I've made by making you happy over something else. And then maybe you'll forget about all the shit that I've just done. Yeah. So that, that was something where I was like, I, Yikes. I'm not yes. too sure that this is, which sucks too, because. She has a good head on her shoulders because I remember when she came home that first night and her dad was all excited. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, like, do you like him? And she turns around and says, he's He's a a drunk. drunk. You know what that's like. And I was like, oh, she understands. Yeah. She gets it. But I think it's hard. Yeah, she loves him. Like she, yeah. And you're also getting into now a career that would not have happened yeah. had she not gotten this opportunity. Yeah. They end up getting married that day. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, oh, okay. We're really committing. Just fine. And then flash forward, she's changed her hair. Yeah. She dyed her hair. It is now orange. Yeah. I'm going to call it orange. I would say it's orange. <laughs> and it's the big album release that's happening there's snl that happens yeah, she's changing um she looks and acts like lady gaga is my note yes i one thing i want to say is man she can pull off any hair color mm-hmm. like damn yep um he gives her the advice about having legs like what do, you, what do you stand for yeah if you don't dig into your soul you won't have legs i wrote it down i thought that was a fantastic quote yep and jack wants his brother back because his brother shows up to the show for support his bro doesn't want to come back but if you have trouble call me Mm -hmm. and then they're doing more recording she then finds out she's nominated for three grammys i think the reason why that they chose to do snl was to show how big of a star she She was was, becoming how fast getting booked for that yeah. yeah Um, and then they're fighting the insults kind of come out and he continues to blame the alcohol. Uh, she doesn't want him to stay. She kind of wants him to go. Yeah. They they fight about the drinking and about her changing. He eventually apologizes and things seem to be temporarily mended. Mm -hmm. Um, and his brother asks him, to help out at one of the performances at the Grammys, but it's not to sing; it's just to play guitar. Guitar. He does not do very well because he drugs him up himself so well. Yeah, he's drinking again. He does end up playing the guitar. She makes a comment like, "Oh, he's not singing; he's playing." Um, you can tell he's stumbling through it. Um, and this scene happens, and I'm uh, didn't want to sit through it. Uh, about her winning the award. Yeah, and he kind of embarrasses her and himself. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of off to the, drunk off to the side of the stage, and then he joins her, and then he wets himself well, he on has, the stage. He has no idea what's going on. No, like, he's, he's so like, well oh, like, we're, like, oh, yeah, I'll stay here. And then he's like, oh, can I come up there? He goes up there, and he's like, oh, look, we're on the big screen. And like, oh, you won. Like, cool. And then he, yeah, pisses himself, essentially, and everyone's laughing. He falls over, passes out on stage. Cut to next scene. He's been in rehab for two months. Mm-hmm. And she wonders if he'll ever come home. Yeah. The booze was worse when they got together. 
And so she kind of blames that she's made him worse. Yeah. And he's talking to one of the therapists that I don't know what you want to call. Counselors. Counselors. Yeah. Um, saying that he had attempted suicide when he was 13. I missed that. Okay. He talks about how it was a, a failed attempt at suicide. He ripped the ceiling fan right off. I would like to know where I was because I missed this. They're sitting on a bench together. They're outside sitting on a okay, bench. Okay, I remember that, but I must have like about really his, zoned he's out. He's talking about his father. Um, he's talking about his dad. <laughs> how his dad like found him. And oh, okay. I Unless I made this scene up. <laughs> no, I believe you. <laughs> I zoned that out. Oh my God. Um, she shows up. She visits him. Yeah. He apologizes for embarrassing her. And it's very genuine is yes. what I write yeah. down. And it's not your fault. It's a disease. Again, I want to make this clear. Like, alcoholism is a disease. Yes. He recognizes that he embarrassed her. And um, she wants to also take him on tour to make sure that she can watch over him. And that he's okay. And Rez says Rez, no. Ugh. I know. Ugh. Please, people, just be kind and, like, my goodness, you are only caring about money. You're not caring about Allie herself. Or see see how much love she has for Jack. Yeah. Regardless of her being embarrassed by him or him embarrassing her at the Grammys. She doesn't care. No, she, she doesn't. just wants him around. Yeah, she just wants to make sure that he is okay. So Rez ends up at the house and he guilt trips him for <sighs> doing what he has done. Shitty. Nasty. So nasty. And he kind of just says, you're going to continue to damage her again. And I was just like, this is so heartbreaking to then see like what he ultimately does. Oh, uh, side note, though, uh, before this, because Rez is at the house, he gets brought home from the rehab by his brother. And yes. he says something really kind to Bobby. Yeah. And then that's when you see Bobby's crying. And yeah. He, like pulls away and you're like, uh. Yeah. So you're like, OK, this is really, really happening. Okay. Yeah. So she ends up saying to Jack she, that they cancel the Europe tour, but he knows that she's lying. Yeah. She's just saying it because she wants to stay with him. Yeah. Yeah. So she's made the decision not to go on tour because she can't she stay wants with him. him. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she gets sent away. Why does she get sent away? Final night for her. Yeah. And oh, it's a duet. Yeah. No. So oh, that's she right. has her final, her final, um, to her, to her in America, or whatever, yeah. and ask him to do a duet, sing shallow. Essentially, can you join me for the final show to sing? Yeah, he then starts driving to the venue, and this is where you then see that he finds pills in his glove compartment, and we cut to her like singing, looking for him, and then this is where yeah he cooks a nice steak steak dinner for, for the dog Charlie the dog. Um, I say he's been drinking and then I say he s sets his hat down for the final time. Yeah. He kills himself, but she's worried that there's no response. Yeah. From like, the like house. she's like, she's like, where is he? He's supposed to be here now. Like we're about to perform and they're like, Shallows is up in like, uh, like 10 seconds. You're going on stage without him. She does it, but she's like, you need to send someone, someone. to the house. Yeah. And so obviously the body gets discovered yeah. and, um, Bobby is over at the house with him. They're both grieving together. Her hair color is back to the original color, and then she sings to honor him, which is the song that he wrote for her. Yeah. Sad. Hard. Let's quickly jump into ratings. What is your story rating? I rated it three and a half out of five. Just be and this is like purely personal. I guess it is a rating, so it is personal. It's a it's <laughs> yeah. A, it's not allowed to be personal. It oh, is. It is an entertaining story. Um, the first like hour flew by, like I was engaged. I love it. The mu mu music is amazing. Um, it's a remake, so it's not an original. And I also just like didn't want to watch it a second time. And it, it's, it's a heavy topic. I think it is an important topic. I obviously shouldn't shy away from, um, a movie that involves like suicide or, um, alcoholism. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. All of the um, above. Addiction. Um, it's just not something I enjoy watching personally so i only gave it a three and a half i also gave it a three and a okay. half and i not not saying that there's anything necessarily wrong with the story but i also i don't know 
there was just, I didn't expect things to happen that happened, but I'm not going to disagree like for the choices that were made. Yeah. Music. Four out of five. Four out of five. Beautiful. It's uh, live music. I love live music. It's uh, yeah, music I thought was really, really good. I liked that they threw in some cheesy bad pop songs, <laughs> but then they also wrote very, very good yeah. songs. Yeah. They were very intentional with their music. Yeah. Scenes and locations. I gave it a four to five. Thought it was incredible. Like the huge venues, like it wasn't, I was going to say, it wasn't like they're filling with extras. The fact that I know that they did use Stagecoach and Coachella, Coachella. So these were like actual concert goers that enjoy live music and they're willing and ready to be a part of a crowd. Yeah. Even if they weren't there for them. That's yes. the other thing. Yeah. Like they were like, okay, like it's music. Like this yeah. is what it is. I gave it a four and a half out of five. Okay. I think it was shot beautifully. The oh, color yeah. was beautiful. Learning more about what was actually happening. I was like, oh, and, wow. and you're explaining how it was filmed. Incredible. And uh, just to bring up or to re-mention um, uh, lighting, like how it went from dark dark to brighter like it just felt more calming when times were easier yeah or happier yeah final score 7.66 very nice mine is 8 out of 10 imdb has it at 7 i'm right on the money yeah right I know. On the money. so you are on par with what other people decide to rate this do we keep this dvd yes really yeah it's a good it's a good film i was gonna say no really it's not something i would really want to pull off the shelf again I think it's an important movie to have. Okay. I think it's lovely. Also, the live performances are great. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll watch it again. Anytime. I'll wait like 10 years before I watch this one again, which is fine because this is going to take us 10 years anyways. A lot longer than that. We might we might reach the next one in 10 years time. Barbara Streisand, we're coming for you. Sweet. Cool. Okay. We should pull for the next movie. Uh, you ready? Yes. All right. In Her Shoes. Do you know this one? I don't know this one. I know we own it. <laughs> I know it's a DVD. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Okay. What's the year? Has to be early 2000s. 2005, yeah. Okay. Okay, mid, mid-2000s. mid Okay, because Cameron Diaz was doing a lot of films around that era. Yeah. With uh, Charlie's Angels being the yeah. most notable is what I can think of. Cool. So we are going to end the episode there. If you'd like to join us next week, we are watching In Her Shoes, if that is available on any streaming devices, or if you happen to have that DVD just lying around your house and you want to pop it in the DVD player, go for it. But if you would like to follow us on any of our social medias, those are all linked in the show notes below. Have a great week. Take care, everyone. Bye. <laughs>